Welcome back to Coach Pep Talk, the podcast for people who run their own coaching businesses. Each week, I talk to an expert who shares wisdom that helps us become better coaches and better coaching business owners. This week, I've got a holistic wellness coach who decided to completely overhaul her coaching business when she found out she was going to have her first baby. She's going to tell us all about that journey and give us some awesome tips that are in alignment with her wellness program. So check us out on the other side. Coach Pep Talk is proudly brought to you by Life Coach Office. Wow your clients with your online coaching capability and gain ultimate freedom and flexibility as a coaching business owner. Now, one thing that's really great about Life Coach Office is the support community that's out there. We've got a fabulous team of support people who are there to help you with any questions you may have. And we also have an active Facebook group that's private for people who are checking out or members of Life Coach Office. And I'll add a link to that group in this show's show notes. Now, the best way to find out if Life Coach Office is gonna work for your coaching business is to just sign up for the free seven-day trial. You don't need a credit card. All you need is an email address, and you've got access to the full capability of the system for seven days, and you can make a decision from there. If you'd like to sign up for that trial, please go to universalcoachingsystems.com slash LCO. We're really lucky today to have Dawn Strom on the line. Now, Dawn is a holistic wellness coach, which means basically she combines all of these different disciplines like Reiki and somatics and coaching and philosophy and gyrotonics into her own unique signature coaching program. But on top of all of that coaching expertise, Dawn has also had her first baby and she decided to completely reorganize her businesses, she actually has two, around right before she was due to have her baby. So she's going to talk to us about the wisdom of being in your body and how you can do that to create new movement in your life. But also she's going to share with us her experiences of that before and after the baby, if you will, and, and being an owner of a coaching business. So if any of you out there are expecting your first baby, <laughs> this is going to be a great episode just for you. Hello, Don, and welcome to the show. Hey, Benet. Great to be here. I'm so excited about our episode today because um, we're going to talk about being in your body and the importance of that and some other cool stuff about becoming a mom. But this is something I've personally been dealing with, not becoming a mom, but being more in my body. Um, and I really look forward to hearing everything you have to say about that because it's such an important part of, I guess, having a sustainable coaching business. So having a body that actually keeps up with you. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let's get started. I know that you're a big believer of being in your body. And so for the coaches listening who might be really unfamiliar with this concept, I was wondering if you could set the stage and just explain what you mean by that so that all of us are on the same page. Yeah, it is um, definitely a big concept. Um, and, you know, I really think about it kind of from a practical kind of existential perspective in the sense of really just being present. Um, and I know this is, can be kind of cliche to be in the moment, but, you know, I think about it as kind of an expanded sense of presence and being in the moment where you really take in, you know, kind of the whole palette <laughs> of your experience to work with. So, you know, you can, 
um, as, as well as your thoughts, you have like your sound, image, intuition, you know, you can be attuned to colors, to temperature, you know, there's just so much information, um, you know, that you can get from your experience of being in your body that can really just help you understand yourself to make decisions in your life. So I think of it on one level like that, you know, from a life coaching perspective, especially in a wellness coaching perspective, because I think a lot of times, you know, some, some kinds of, mo you know, traditional maybe coaching models might be a little bit loaded towards the mental aspect of things, you know, and I think really learning how to, you know, drop into your body and um, just kind of sit with your experience and be able to really take in the big whole picture of it can just be a really amazing place to start from, regardless of what you're working with, you know, when you're coaching work. So, no, I think, I think that's a really good introduction. I'm, and then just, it's just hit me that all, you know, could you give us a little exercise that we can all try so that everybody like totally feels that feeling of being in their body? Totally. Let me, um, what can we do? Yeah, well, just, you know, a really simple way to start, um, you know, and certainly like a traditional meditation practice uses the breath as an anchor. Um, and so why don't I actually just use that and we'll, we'll kind of do a little, I call it a little som somaticization. So somatics is a word you may hear. It's actually kind of become a little bit of a buzzword in coaching. Um, and it basically just means body. It's just a fancy Greek word for body. Yeah. I mean, it's actually becoming um, kind of a new, a new trend in coaching. So if you run into it, you'll know what it is, but um, you know, it's a little bit of a, a body journey of sorts. So if you want to just uh, go ahead and start by sitting on a chair, um, preferably one where you can kind of scoot to the edge of it. So you can really get your feet down on the floor. I'm adjusting. Yeah. So, and, I, and especially for you, Benet, go ahead and really make sure your spine is <laughs> for everybody, um, nice and long and tall. So you want to really feel like you're in as easeful a position as possible. And I'm just going to have everybody just go ahead and close your eyes too, because that can be a really great way to just kind of take, take back from your sensory information. And go ahead and just let your awareness kind of drop inside your body. Um, so instead of looking out, go ahead and just look in. And I want you to take your inner vision all the way down to the floor to your feet. And we're going to just do something really simple um, called a body scan. And just go ahead and start with your feet. And allow yourself to just trace your feet on the floor. So with your inner eye, just allow yourself to kind of trace your bones on the floor and really feel your feet into the floor. And you can just let yourself go ahead and just breathe naturally as you're doing this. And then just go ahead and trace all the way up your legs so you really feel the outline and the center of your bones of your legs moving all the way up into your hips. And just take a moment there and really feel that connection down from your feet into the ground, into the floor, and all the way down into the earth. And then how that energy comes back up into your hips and supports the base of your spine. And then go ahead and just let your awareness come all the way up your spine so you really feel the length of your spine all the way up through the top of your head so you feel like you're almost growing and lengthening through the back of your neck. And you really almost want to have a sense like your spine can just sort of float. So there's really a nice easeful uprightness. And keeping in mind you have that nice deep grounding all the way down through the feet, supporting your spine. And then from this position, just go ahead and let yourself be aware of your breathing. 
Just taking a nice deep inhale and a nice deep exhale. And just take a couple more of those on your own time. And the breath is a really great tool. So as well as the body scan, you can just be aware of your breathing and what it might be bringing up for you in terms of you know, information about how you're feeling. So just notice if you might be holding your breath um, or if your breath is really shallow or if it's really relaxed and deep. And you can just put the question out there to, you know, if there's any information about how you're feeling or how you can maybe drop into a deeper state of relaxation using your breathing. Just go ahead and ask your body. And just take a couple more deep breaths with that. And just before you open your eyes, just kind of take in the whole picture of what we just created. So really grounding down into your feet, all the way up your spine, feeling that three-dimensionality of your body with your breathing. And then go ahead and just slowly take a nice deep inhale and on the exhale, let yourself just blink your eyes real slowly. So you just take in the light and then let them go ahead and open softly in front of you and just take in the space around you and notice if you if you're seeing any differently after doing that exercise so if everything around you if it looks any different if you notice any changes in your vision and just let that come to a close noting anything you want to take with you from it And all right, so that was, that was awesome. I don't know how I'm supposed to continue with this interview now. I feel so. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I hope nobody was driving while they're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was just thinking about that. Yeah, if you were driving, then go back and do that exercise yeah. later. It's just lovely. <laughs> yeah, I felt like. Just, I don't know. So being in my body in that instance, I don't know. You, you guys, I was telling Dawn before, my ankle is having some really bad problems and I've got some nerve stuff because yeah, all this long story, which I won't go into, but doing that whole exercise, all of that pain and everything just felt really light and sort of evaporated into the floor. It was a great feeling. So thank you. Awesome. Well, that's yeah. good. And I, I think that, you know, people being able to experience it now, okay, they can understand. Okay, that's what she means by being in your body. So thank you. I'm glad we did that yeah. because that lets everybody um, feel it from a kinesthetic um, perspective. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You think. I was just going to say, I think there's a really key element to that too, that, you know, um, you know, the, the body really reminds us that we're kind of all in the same boat, right? <laughs> you know, and everything's interconnected and all of our systems are interconnected and we're interconnected with each other, you know, like we both had an experience of that and we both felt relaxed and, you know, and I think that there's something really, powerful about that too um and, you know in terms of why it's it's so important um as a concept okay. and also as a approach you know so well, you've kind of answered the next question yeah so can you let's talk about what you know why being in your body is so important and if we could focus specifically on people who yeah. are who are uh you know owning coaching businesses because that's you know who our listeners are what 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 does being in your body give to that that coaching business owner and possibly that yeah. coaching business owner who's going to be a new parent soon, <laughs> or maybe yeah. for the second time even. Yeah. Well, I think it's twofold um, in terms of, you know, what, 
embodiment or being in your body. And when I say embodiment, that's really what I'm referring to, what it can bring to coaches. Um, you know, one, one aspect of it is really personal. You know, I think that as a coach, it's really important to, you know, just continue to do your own work and continue to, you know, develop your own practices of self-care um, and self-understanding. And I think that, um, you know, really taking the time to, to check in and make sure that you're really tending and taking care of your physical well-being, your mental well-being, your spiritual well-being um, can really help to, you know, create a supportive structure for you to be the best in your coaching business. Um, and also to really, you know, help, help you continue to expand, you know, your range of experience and tools that you have for working with experience that you can bring to your coaching, you know? So I think that's, that's the other aspect of it where, um, you know, I think this piece about really bringing the body into coaching, uh, as a tool to really help people understand themselves, um, you know, to connect into, a bigger range of um, perspectives other than, you know, you know, maybe just the mental perspective and thinking, but also to really, you know, tap into what their kinesthetic perspective is, what colors might come up for them, what sounds, you know, those whole ranges of, of um, information that really, you know, it, it's really a, a practice. A lot of it's, you know, something you got to, you know, either remember, <laughs> you know, how to do or kind of relearn or, you know, I think, um, I think in that sense, it's, it's really something that as coaches, we can help people to really cultivate that kind of awareness in, them, in their lives um, and really use it, you know, use it to live a more full life, use it to make choices from, you know, a bigger perspective or have, you know, be able to really pull in different information, um, maybe from your intuition, like I said, um, you know, as well as, you know, thinking critically and reasoning about, you know, a problem you may be trying to solve. So, um, you know, so I think it's, it's really important for those, those two aspects, you know, one for the coach um, to really stay healthy in your body and to stay connected and to be expanding your range of experience and also to really bring a deeper listening and, um, and broader tools to your coaching practice too. So um, yeah, I think those are, are both really important aspects yeah. of it. I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to sort of I guess add an example to that. I know like as part of my uh, neuro-linguistic training, pro, uh, mm -hmm. neuro, <laughs> NLP, neuro-linguistic programming <laughs> training that I did ages ago, you know, they're always encouraged, they're, a lot of their interventions and techniques involve a visual, kinesthetic and auditory um, mm -hmm. component to it to evoke kind of and bring in the whole body. I think that's what they're, they're trying to do there. And I know in my experiences coaching clients, when I do remember to bring in, you know, evoke all of those um those 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 uh, senses in in when we're when we're dealing with a problem and and help the the client connect in that way it is so much more powerful it's amazing that if you just you know stay with your primary one um, yeah i'm always visual so i tend to do that but if i if yeah. i remember to bring in the auditory the kinesthetic and 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 help the client connect at those levels it, it totally gives a deeper thing and that's a really simple thing to do it's nothing i mean you take it to a whole nother level again but um so coaches can actually um use this stuff as a really important uh, effective tool powerful tool actually let's say um in to help clients achieve a transformation yeah, I really, I really think so. And I think too, the big, the bigger piece, um, you know, from my training, I'm a somatic movement therapist. Um, so really working I mean, before I became a, a wellness coach. Um, so my training is really in movement and, um, you know, touch and movement and these senses, these ways of engaging with our world, those are really primary before we have, you know, sort of cognition or, you know, thinking in the way we think about thinking, you know, and so I think that, 
part of why it's so transformational to really bring in those aspects is because it creates a direct experience for people, mm. you know, and, and, you know, you really can't understand something until you experience it. And so if you can really pull people into the experience of something, you know, and help them to really experience it differently versus maybe just reframe it in a mental way, mm -hmm. um, you're really tapping into, you know, our elemental way of, of really being in the world, you know, um, you know, I think about it like developmental movement, like, you know, my, my little daughter now, you know, it's, you know, she's going to, she's starting to go through now. She's, you know, can kind of roll a little bit. She can lift her head. You know, there's kind of these, this alphabet of her experience that's developing, you know, and eventually, you know, she'll be walking, I'm sure by the end of the year and, you know, all of that. But it's like without all this other information, you know, figuring out how to move one arm and one leg together and all of that, um, you know, she wouldn't really get to the walking part, you know, and if something, something doesn't happen correctly along that chain or, you know, um, as a developmental movement therapist, we'd really go back and repattern kind of the earlier movements, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, so that's yeah. So like, you know, if you're working with something that's going on with your body, a lot of what, you know, therapy does is really kind of go back and, you know, repattern some of the earlier movement to get you really doing, doing a movement differently from, you know, from the core of what that movement is. Does that make sense? I'm totally going through that right now. I'm relearning yeah. how to use my back muscles and my psoas muscles because mm -hmm. <laughs> apparently I've forgotten along the way. Okay. So this is this is all really exciting. Um, you know, just before we, because I do want to talk about your, your experience with being a mom and yeah. how you the embodiment and being in your own body to, to deal with that. Before we get there, though, I think there probably are a few coaches being like, wow, okay, this stuff that Dawn's saying sounds so amazing and so cool. How, like, if somebody wants to add, um, you know, this, 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 so, what did you say? So, somatic, 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 yes. Somatics as a tool into their coaching. How do they even get started? Where, where would you rec Where would you send them? Oh, to like me? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Okay. It's a good start. No. Um, you know, there's, it's, it's hard for me to really answer that question actually, because my background, um, is really in, um, developmental movement therapy, like I said. And so I really come, I mean, I could make a lot of referrals into that community, um, which isn't necessarily a coaching community. Um, you know, I do know there is a book out there called Somatic Coaching um, by someone named, I believe, Richard Strozzi. I may be pronouncing his name totally wrong. Um, it's a really good start in terms of framing somatics in a coaching context. Um, you know, but the, you know, the organization I'm part of is um, the International Somatic Movement Educators Association um, is META. And, and there's a whole, uh, you know, directory of practitioners um, on that website. And there's really a whole like realm of approaches that you could take um, in terms of techniques, you know, to working with the body. Um, I don't know um, if you've ever heard of like Alexander Technique or Feldenkrais Method. Um, Alexander Technique was actually created by an actor um, to help him use his voice as as uh, gosh, I really shouldn't speak about it because I don't, I don't, I'm not an Alexander practitioner, but from what I know of it, you know, it was created to um, help him use his voice more correctly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've, I've actually done a couple of Alexander techniques yeah. with a guy who was in my BNI, my business network international group. Okay. In yeah. It was fantastic. I loved it. And I so was, that's another somatic approach. You know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I love body work. Cause I just like, I talk so much anyway. I'm just like, let's just get to the body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dawn, that's already a great start because that's given me a couple of resources and for totally people who are listening, we'll we'll put links to all that in the show notes. Okay. Okay. That sounds uh, let, great. Uh, 
we do need to keep the show sort of within the time limit. Um, yeah. So let's, let's move on because I'm really interested. I know that, you know, there are listeners who, you know, are about to have their first, their first baby and they're, they're running their coaching business and, or they're about to start one and they're like, you know, but, but this is also new and they don't really know, you know, how to handle it all. So I'd love to explore your, your experience with all of that since it's still so fresh in your mind before you forget, mm -hmm. because in a year or two, it'll all be like, Oh yeah, of course I, <laughs> you know, it was all fine. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's capture that if we can. So the, the first question I have is, can you, can you kind of paint us a picture, um, about what you're, what you were thinking about and what your focus was when you were actually just pregnant, you know, you knew that this yeah. was going to happen. Um, yeah. Can you set the stage for us there? Yeah. I was going through a lot of shifts when I was pregnant. Um, the really basic thing that was kind of my first priority was my husband and I, um, were actually joining businesses. So we were moving our studio and trying to create, you know, a really sustainable framework. So um, I was kind of decluttering my business, you know, if, if that makes sense, like trying to get rid of all the systems that didn't work and, you know, get everything working really cohesively and get us in the space that we knew we could be in. So it was sort of nesting with my business. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that was the first thing I was really working on. Um, and that was part of my maternity plan. My husband actually, um, he also teaches movement. Uh, the same movement system that I teach, gyrotonic, and then um, he's a massage therapist as well. So he covered all of our clients while I was out. So it was we were really setting up the structure for that to happen. Um, and then I was focusing on, you know, knowing that, um, you know, my business is, has been really physical in the past. You know, I see private clients and movement training and um, <clears throat> do movement training with them. And realizing I was really wanting to make a shift with that and knowing that, you know, I really had no idea what having a baby was going to be like. And, you know, I mean, everybody can tell you, but until you experience it, exactly. <laughs> it just goes right over your head. So, um, but I, I definitely had an intuition that I really, before that even, that I really wanted to shift my business into more of a coaching context and find more ways to reach more people without necessarily um, just doing one-on-one -on -one coaching work. Um, and so I got really interested in product development. I actually took your course. Um, that was when we, we started. Gosh, I believe that was, I was just starting my second trimester. Um, yeah. And I, I was, I think the last week of next gen was the week I was due. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, you know, I really just kind of went full on into that. And I also knew it would be a really great support structure for me, um, you know, just as kind of pregnancy kept going and, you know, it gets a little uncomfortable towards the end. And it was really great to just have that as, you know, as a way to really keep my mind active and feel like I could continue to move forward with my business, even though I felt like I couldn't move <laughs> very much at all <laughs> towards the end. But, um, so yeah, I was just really focused on solidifying my business structure so that it felt like, you know, it could really kind of run itself on some level. Um, you know, and then starting to, to get as much as I could get done, you know, to, to get these products created so that I could keep in touch with my clients, potentially through these coaching products when I was out, and then also have kind of a new business structure to come back to um, after I had my baby. So, so that was, that was really what I was focusing on. And um, I'm really glad I did the work ahead of time. <laughs> so. I'm glad I put yeah. in the work with you. <laughs> yeah, I re yeah, I remember our early conversations. Should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? I was like, oh, I really? But the, the, I'd like to put in a word for John. She is a hard worker and just you know gets on with the, the work. So I think it was the it was your work ethic really that that made all that happen and your drive to just see this through and 
really your commitment to, to your business. You know, and once you've got your teeth sunk into this is what I'm going to do and it's going to work, yeah. damn it. <laughs> and nothing stops you. And that's kind of how For I've better been. or worse. <laughs> that's kind of how I've been with my business. I call myself yeah. sort of a stubborn wombat. I'm just like plow through, <laughs> slurring, waddling, uh, especially now with I my know. name. Okay. Anyway, so the, excellent. So that was your focus. You were really on yep. fire during and pregnant at the same time. And yeah, mm-hmm. you had your baby right at the end of our course, which was pretty awesome. I think I actually emailed you when I was on the way to the hospital because we had sessions. <laughs> Like, I think oh, we're going to have to postpone this. <laughs> I don't think we can have our meeting, Renee. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, anyway, so now, then you had your beautiful daughter, yeah. and um, what was the reality once um, she was born, and, and it, you, you started to really understand? Yeah, it was a complete, completely different world. I mean, I really, I really didn't expect, oh, it's amazing. Um, I really, I love being a mom, and um I just, I'm completely in love with my kids. So (laughs) it's just been really great, but it was, it was really, really hard in the beginning. Um, you know, and I think that I just really didn't expect, I kind of figured, you know, I'd have the baby and then I'd kind of go back to the way things were (laughs) like, yeah, (laughs) once we kind of got on a sleep schedule, okay, I'll just kind of go back, you know, and it really just transformed my life in a lot of just kind of a core way. Um, you know, and I, I really noticed, I mean, kind of once I got out of the fog of the first few weeks, um, you know, maybe around Christmas time, you know, I really noticed, especially in regards to this whole idea of being in your body, just how present she is, you know, and how present I need to be to really be with her and to really absorb and take in the joy of that experience. Um, you know, and it, it kind of knocked me off my card a little bit because I thought I was all present and... <laughs> You know, I kind of had this covered in some way, you know, and I just realized all these tendencies I sort of had to try to, you know, multitask in ways that, you know, kind of kept me from really being fully present and, um, you know, and, and just also just to, I think, let go of, of control. I think that really came up for me too, um, you know, in the struggle in those first, first few weeks and, uh, first few months, um, you know, and to really just, you know, allow, that relationship and experience to happen and let that kind of be the guide, which, you know, really goes back to kind of a somatic approach as well. You know, you really allow your experience to really guide you um, and help shape, you know, help shape what your, even what your goals are, (laughs) you know, and I I think I definitely saw that happen, um, you know, with me where I had this kind of specific idea of what my goal was, even with my coaching business. And, you know, it really didn't play out in that way. you know, I thought I would kind of have the baby and then get right back to work on, you know, all my products and I would have something out by January and, you know, <laughs> and I don't even think I really, you know, I think we squeezed in one other session in December to finish up the program. But other than that, I mean, I didn't really touch anything until February, late February even. So, um, you know, and then I kind of had a different focus with it when I came back, you know, and, and I definitely, um, I definitely appreciate having done all that work ahead of time because when I, when I came back to the work I'd done in NextGen, I, um, you know, I realized how much I already had put together and now I'm just putting on kind of the finishing touches and, um, you know, really kind of evolving what I want my signature program to be. So, um, you know, but, but it's, it's just really, it's all changed, you know, and I think my intuition was definitely right that I, I really needed, my business needed to expand <laughs> as I was expanding. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you know, dun -dun -dun. Uh, yeah, it really needed to expand with me, um, you know, because now my time is just different, you know, mm. it's, it's not yeah. really my time anymore. I feel like it's kind of her time, <laughs> yeah, you know, so um, anyways, yeah. so my time's different, my time's more important, and I really want to be able to still give everything I can give to my business, but I, it really needs to, it can't take everything from me anymore, and I, I definitely was, you know, giving probably maybe overextending a little bit too much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's, course, that's really, so. I, I actually found it. My daughter's six now, but mm -hmm. um, I found a really similar experience happened to me when, when I had my daughter, it was like all of a sudden your time has different meaning. So when mm -hmm. you work in business, you have to be more efficient. Otherwise it's just not, it's going to cease to exist. So it, yeah. it not only forces you to be more efficient in your business, but and I found too, like it, even it had the same impact on my husband, but having a little daughter around that, like, like you said about being hundred percent present, it really makes you up your game. Like mm -hmm. you have to be the best you can be because now you've got this little angel watching you, <laughs> you know, and, and you, you, mm -hmm. they deserve you your best. So yeah, it's, it's, it is a, it's a really beautiful, challenging, but beautiful. Um, yeah. I think having a kid is much harder than having a business personally. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say now that I'm, I've started back at the studio this month and it's a relief. Oh, you know, it's just me. <laughs> and yeah. I, I could stretch on my breaks and, <laughs> you know, yeah. I have this time to do this stuff. And, but, um, but I do have to say one of the core things that I did in next gen that really helped me though, too, was just really getting clear about my schedule in, in really easy chunks. You know, you really helped me with that. Um, rather than, you know, having all these little chunks of time where I'm doing all these different things, you know, just having like from nine to 12 on this day, I just do X and then, you know, whatever I need to do in that, in that fills X I can do in that day, you know, but not having to have it be too um, rigid, mm -hmm. you know, cause with a kid, it just can't be rigid, you know? Um, exactly. yeah. And then I, I really think too, I really try to think about, you know, the uh, setting priorities every week too, but really setting priorities holistically. So thinking kind of, kind of bringing myself into my body again too and really thinking about like how, how I want to feel in my life you know and the different aspects of my life that I really want to be present with in my week and um, you know letting my priorities not be too loaded into one kind of element or another you know so I really feel like I I um, you know my week is really balanced too and my priorities are balanced and um, you know it's not too loaded on work which it tended to be before I had my daughter so um, so I would say that's changed too and been, been really a really helpful tool that helped me in the transition to being a mom. So, yeah. And yeah, that's good. I like seeing you on our, we've got a, a the Facebook group. If anybody wants to join, it's for online coach entrepreneurs. And every Monday I will say, have you set your priorities for this week? And it's just a little poll and you say yes or no. Dawn is <laughs> there saying yes. <laughs> so well done. Um, but it's really important just making that little list so that you know mm -hmm. that you're moving ahead. And, and I, I, I do it too, where I do all parts of my life, not just my business. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. Okay. So you've kind of covered off on my next question a little bit. Um, but you know, how have you used your skills as a coach and a body work expert to, to help yourself transition to motherhood and entrepreneurship at the same time? You mentioned, um, you mentioned a couple of things, but do you want to, will you do a quick recap for, um, for anybody yeah. who's in a similar position? Yeah. I mean, I think certainly as a coach, the piece, you know, about really getting clear about, um, you know, being present with my time and um, really not multitasking. Um, but, you know, really getting clear about my priorities and, 
you know, how I structure my time and really flex flexible chunks, you know, so like I may have like, you know, Monday morning, I have a block of time, you know, that I'm, I, you know, I'm with my daughter the majority of the time, but, um, you know, I have chunks available during the week for this is when I'm going to work on marketing, you know, this is when I'm going to work on, um, you know, bookkeeping or whatever, you know, so I, I kind of have little, little chunks that can meet, you know, that I can kind of fill with whatever my to-do list is that week. But, um, but I think the, you know, the, the bigger piece for me about using my skills as a body worker to help me with the transition. And I, I have to admit, I mean, I really, I got kind of knocked off the wagon a little bit for, <laughs> for a good six weeks, but um, at least. I think that's but, fair enough, Don. <laughs> it's fair enough. I mean, I finally feel like I'm maybe rounding the corner now. Actually, we just went on our first vacation last week and I finally felt like, okay, I just really dropped in and I'm kind of back into myself here and back into my body. But, um, you know, um, there's just so much to do to really care for these little, little beings. And, um, you know, I think it's just really important to just make time for yourself and make time. I know it's, you, you know, it can sound cliche a little bit, but, you know, make time to, to even just go for a 10 minute walk and get outside and clear your head and step away, <laughs> you know, from, um, from everything and, you know, make time to stretch, make time to make sure your body's feeling okay. Um, you know, cause I, I just, it's so easy to just get so caught up in, in, um, you know, the, the task of mothering too, just like, you know, you can get caught up in your business and anything like that. So, you know, I think just really finding that balance, it's really important because, you know, even more now when I'm out of balance, you know, this affects more people now, you know, so it's just really important for me to stay healthy. And, um, so now I, I really have, now we kind of have a little bit of a groove and, you know, I can kind of get up and I have a little time in the morning before she really gets up. And I really have to kind of keep myself on task and really use that to like do my meditation, do some stretching. You know, half the time I want to just get on my computer and try to, you know, <laughs> get a bunch of stuff done. But, you know, to really just make myself be in my body, check in with how I'm feeling, make sure I'm stretched out. You know, my kid's already 18 pounds and it's, we have a lot of stairs in our house. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, if I don't stretch and take care of myself, I, you know, I end up not feeling great either. So, I mean, just simple things like that <clears throat> and knowing that it doesn't take a lot of time, you know, even 10 minutes a day. Um, it's not like I have to carve out hours or anything like that. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so the, the simple yeah. thing with that too is that 10 minutes actually has such a huge impact, not only huge. on you, but on your business and mm -hmm. on your daughter, because that little 10 minutes helps you be present and, and yeah, in your body and connected in a, in a way that if you didn't do that, it would have a ripple effect into all these parts of your life. So yeah, it's yeah, huge. Yeah. It is huge. So, so yeah, I would say that's kind of been the biggest thing for me, you know, and that's really what I do with my clients. So I've kind of treated myself like I treat my clients in that sense. You know, I, I'm always telling people, you know, I, I mean, it's, I, I get a lot of people that str really struggle with like, how do you fit in exercise? How do you fit in self-care, you know, and um, really busy professional women. Are, are, a lot of my clients are really, really busy professional women, you know, and I just, I feel like a broken record half the time. I'm like, just find 10 minutes a day, you know? Mm -hmm. And choose something, you know, it can even just choose something that feels good, you know, that you really want to do. You don't have to like muscle and, you know, <laughs> force yourself into doing something. If it feels good, you'll want to do it, you know. Yeah. Um, so if there's a stretch you want to do or a meditation or, you know, um, you know, but just important to really take that time and just come inside yourself, turn off your cell phones, put your computers away, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. And really just check in. So if, if somebody listening, you know, kind of is like, wow, okay, this sounds really cool. I'm interested in, in sort of adopting one of these practices because they do let, let that little meditation that we, we kicked off yeah. with. 
as just a start. Sure. Like, that's not 10 minutes, but it's something. It's something. And I actually have a really great freebie on my website where I have a similar meditation. Um, I have a, a link and an audio with it and everything. And, um, you know, you could also just go and, and uh, download that as well and have a, co a hard copy of it. So um, that yeah. would be perfect. Okay. So um, yeah. I think we've kind of, I think, I think we've wrapped up everything. Uh, at the, you might, you, you, just in case you come up with something else, I just want to throw this question out there because I think you've actually already mm -hmm. answered it. But if you were going to give one piece of advice to that new parent and coach entrepreneur that they, they take away from this episode, mm -hmm. um, what, what would that be? Oh, one piece of advice. One, yeah. It's like this is the one thing that if the one that you want them to action. Yeah. You know, I would just really say take care of yourself. I mean, make sure you really take care of yourself because if you take care of yourself, then you can take care of your business yeah. <laughs> and you can take care of the other things in your life. Um, you know, but if you really let that go, you know, and you start to let all the other things encroach, um, you know, then you really start to lose your footing. So I think it's super important. Um, you know, really take care of yourself and really find, um, you know, find your support team. So, and your support structure within your business, within your life. <laughs> okay. You're uh, getting two now. Getting two. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but taking care of, and, and, yes. and your body knows, I think that it'll tell yes. you, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, I think that's a really big key actually. Like, even if you just check in in the morning, like, you know, just, you know, like, like we just did, um, you know, at the beginning of this uh, podcast, you know, just drop into your body and just check in and like, what do I need to do today for myself? Like, what's going to help me feel the best in my body today? You're, you know, something will come up and you'll know, you know, I mean, your body knows and something will kind of show up intuitively. And um, if you can really just trust that, it can be a really profound practice and a way of trusting yourself, um, you know, and listening and really just having a, a daily dialogue with your body. So Okay. I love that. Yeah. So there's an actionable piece for everybody. Yeah. So when you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes, you say, you do a quick body scan and you say, what does my body, what did you say? What does my body need today? Yeah. What do I, what do I need today to, to feel well and to be, be um, just to be in my happiness and my joy and in my well being today, you know? So Excellent. I think if, if everybody in the world did that every morning, we would, the world would be an amazing place. <laughs> Wouldn't it? <laughs> Even more amazing. Let's put it that way. Okay, Don, yeah. we really got to wrap up. We've gone a little bit over, right. but there's so much to cover. It's kind of like we covered two podcasts in one, but it was so Great. awesome to have you on the show. If somebody wants to find out more about you or maybe even grab that freebie, um, where can they go to get that? Yeah, you can just go to my website. Um, it's just my name, Dawn Strom. Dot com and you can uh, sign up for the freebie on my website and you'll also just get any you know links to my um, I, I sort of do blogs every week and uh, also send out emails if I'm offering any new services or programs and so forth so um, yeah it's all on my website and I also have a link um, if you want to schedule a 15-minute consultation you know and talk to me in person and we can chat a little bit I, you can do that as well so that's awesome yeah. okay well thank you so much for being on the show and if you if listeners thank you so much for listening to another episode of coach pep talk and if you can you can help us out by liking the show on itunes that would be greatly appreciated all right i'll we'll wrap it up here happy coaching everyone